let's get started. Uh, welcome back, everyone, to Calibration Station. Josh Dockerty, this respectful soil is back for another episode. And yeah, you want to say hi or anything? Thanks for uh, <laughs> having me back again. Glad to be back. All right, sick, man. It's been about, um, I think, about six months now since your last appearance. So talk about how how life has changed for you in this these past couple months, several months. Yeah, sure thing. So, um, Well, I'm not exactly sure what I said on the first podcast, so I'll just kind of talk about how my life is going now. Sure. Which, between, like, now and, say, like, six months ago, it's been going pretty good. I'd say, I mean, yeah, works, work is fine. You know, I got a still working from home. So got a good amount of time to myself, just kind of been living life mostly. Not, not really up to anything too much. I went home a few weeks ago. So I was in Pennsylvania for a few weeks, just stayed at home. Saw some friends. That was pretty fun, but yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, I feel like my life is somewhat at a standstill since I got plans to move to New York in like two months. Is it now like September, mm. October? So like that's really the only thing on my mind. Oh, I see, I see, I see. So, do you think you put in at least forty hours a week into your work, or is that kind of just like a title? <laughs> I mean, as long as no one's gonna snitch. No, <laughs> not not forty hours. I mean, like, like, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So the, I, so if you think about it, 40 hours of 40 hours worth of like technical work is a lot of work. Like even when you hear about say like investment bankers, like working like 90, hundred hour work weeks, even like not saying like all of that is downtime, but a good portion of it is downtime. So even mm -hmm. if I was in the office, like I would still say like I'm not working, not necessarily working eight hours a day. I'd probably say the what I'm doing like actual work would probably be more like like I'd say like five hours a day I'd average. Oh, that's still really good though. Like five. I mean, I think that's really good. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I'm, it definitely, uh... definitely gives me more time to like cook my lunches or like take breaks <laughs> and stuff like that, which is nice. Yeah, no, I, I've been doing like the flexible create your own schedule. My internship's supposed to be 40 hours a week, but uh, I'm probably. Oh, yeah. How's that in. going? It's going all right, but I'm probably only putting like three hours in a day max. Like it's not very. Um, no, yeah, that, that's how the too work from home life is. It's I think there's too like not enough deadlines for me to keep me doing a lot. Cause that's in school, like during the semester, I have shit due like every other day. And if I don't have something due, then it's, I need to catch up on like something else. Is but it just right that, now, like they aren't giving you enough work? Like you just have too much downtime? Yeah, it's kind of that, but it's like, I, I choose my own direction. I want to take the research in and that's not particularly good for me just because I, I don't really know what to do. So I'm kind okay. Of so just so, like so it requires you to really be a go-getter. Yeah, exactly. So I have these weekly research meetings where I just talk about what I did for the week, and that's the only thing like keeping me in line, <laughs> making sure <laughs> I I do stuff for the week. Like, it's super nice. tough. The, the uh, go-getter. Yeah. yeah. 
yeah, I feel that. Yeah, definitely when it's up to you. And yeah, there's no like specific deadlines like that. Yeah. All right, man. So I want to jump to a question that I've kind of been thinking about a lot. Not too much, but I, I want to ask it. And it's uh, what's on your bucket list? Like, do you have anything you think you need to accomplish or anything you want to accomplish before you die? Yeah, so just when you say the term bucket list, that the one thing that really comes to mind is like visiting like national parks or like other places in the like around the world, which brings to mind it's I think it's pronounced uh, Jianjing National Park or National Mm. Forest in China. I think I may have shown you a picture before. It's like where the movie Avatar was based off of it has like all of those like pillar columns, like thousand feet in the air of like rocks. Yeah, like Avatar the Last Airbender? Like the final No, movie. like with the with the blue people. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, that movie, yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah, so I think of that place, Switzerland and Patagonia. So th- mm. those are the three places that come to mind. But like in they- general, I'd say like hiking or backpacking is something i want to do a lot more of i I, re- I really wish that we could have like planned one for this year but yeah it's looking like it's not really going to happen or at least not a big one at least right right well i i was actually like i've stopped hiking as much as i did um during the semester or during school just because my my knees were taking like a major hit or major damage so it, oh really I, yeah like you think you were just really walking bad. too much i think i'm not really sure what it is but um i used to be able to go up and down the mountain like a few times like maybe two or three times uh every visit but now after the first time i'm going down like i don't know if it's because my my knees are taking too much of an impact now but it's definitely like very uncomfortable going down mm. after even one so I'm I'm trying to keep my body young, um, just with like less hiking, and I, I've kind of switched over to pickleball. But like you, mm-hmm. hiking is definitely something I want to keep in my life, like for a very long time. So uh, yeah, that's pretty interesting because I I thought I've heard that like hiking is better for your joints than like other forms of exercise because like evolutionary we're supposed to be like walking on like rocks and like through the brush and stuff like that on like the uneven surfaces yeah honestly i have no idea what happened to me because i would think that my injuries would come from like right after i did the 25 hour like 24 hour hiking challenge but it was actually like i don't know maybe march that i was feeling the effects of like i might be hiking too much so Hmm. i I don't know but (laughs) Nice, nice bucket list, man. Is there anything else you right. want to do that's like unrelated to hiking, or it, is it kind of just uh, an open book right now? Or yeah, I don't uh, know. yeah, nothing specifically. I mean, there's not, yeah, not really many specific ex- experiences. I guess I would just say yeah, mostly, mostly just like yeah, just national parks is like. The only thing that like kind of comes to mind word what what about uh your bucket list what items do you got on there uh my bucket list 
<clears throat> yeah, I'm actually not too sure, but I just recently talked with Abdul about uh, like he put this idea in my head just the other night of becoming a professor at a community college because I I think that would be a very like good for me. <laughs> I think that'd be freaking awesome because I don't really have to choose a location like pretty much every. I don't know, every county? There's a lot of community colleges out there, so I could pick my poison yeah. and, and kind of see what I want to do. And I really want to think... do, like, the basic um, kind of showing people or getting people interested in what I'm interested in. So I think, like, community college would be a very good starting place for people that are trying to figure out what they want to do with their life. And I could, think... like, try to spin it. But, Yeah. <laughs> Do you think you would like the that environment more than like a state school like Penn State or maybe like an even more like academically focused one? Like you like uh, that kind of more like laid back? Um I I don't know. I don't know which one I would like more, but I know that as getting into a state school like faculty position is very difficult since I don't do like I would have to do a lot of research and research would have to take priority over teaching. And I don't know if I feel that way. Like I'm definitely, I like doing my research, but it's not like what I want to do with my life, you know? Mm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I see what you're saying. Actually, that, that kind of just reminds me of another question I've been meaning to ask you just like on mm -hmm. the topic of like state schools, community college, like kind of like your environment. So I know you've been like, either in Mechanicsburg or at State College, like uh, living wise. So I was yeah. wondering like, what's your perspective on like cities? Like, do you, do you really like, is State College like really your favorite, like the small town kind of vibes or, or like, do you like bigger cities or like, what's your like opinion or like viewpoint on them generally, like living around them? Yeah. Okay, great. So I, I really don't like cities. <laughs> I wouldn't <laughs> want to live in a city. Um, I mean, I lived in Philadelphia, but it was it was when I was young, so I didn't have that much like understanding of what was going on. But I prefer State College much over Mechanicsburg. Just like uh, the small town vibes. I like being able to walk around. Like at, at Mechanicsburg, I could walk, but it would only be at like around the high school or in my neighborhood. And I wouldn't really get to see too many people, like random people. And that's something I really like about State College is that I don't have to like drive everywhere. I can just walk there, even if it might be like a, a 45 minute walk. I think that's better than having to drive somewhere like every time. But um, if it was a city, then I wouldn't be able to drive and I I just think cities are too crowded for me. I I think that's what it is. I'm not too sure, but mm. yeah. Okay, I see. Yeah, I I also like the the comparison between like walkability and driving your car because that's definitely like one big thing in Texas, or mm -hmm. Texas in general or Dallas is that everything is like driving distance since since there's so much land, everything's spread out. Which and then I'll be moving to New York and I'll be walking everywhere pretty much. Which I'm yeah. kind of looking forward to. Yeah, I'd like to get more walking back in my life. <laughs> yeah, dude. I think walking is like very calming uh, right before you have to do something. I mean, driving is too. That's actually like 
One of the yeah, things I just I went really on like liked. an hour long walk before this. It was nice. Oh, did nice. Although nice, it was like man. ninety degrees out, but yeah, not too yeah. bad. Yeah, but that was something that was really nice about Penn State Harrisburg. Um, I would have to commute like forty five minutes to Penn State Harrisburg from my house, and it was actually like not too shabby. I would get in like the mindset of like, all right, let's do this. Like I have this time alone to just um prepare for the day so hey, I, I thought the commute nice. was like not too shabby you know and then and then four hours of playing pool right yeah dude <laughs> yeah well it was like it was like pool slash chegging homework answers so it was <laughs> nice. so productive and right all right yeah, productive so. chegg <laughs> yeah yeah man i mean if as long as i get the homework done like back in the day that's all i was care like all I cared about was just getting through the class. And it yeah, was great. Exactly, man. <laughs> That's yeah. how it is for the engineers. So uh, back to Dallas, what do you think? Uh, I remember you saying that you'll be moving to New York City in a couple months. So what do you think you'll miss most about Dallas and Texas in general? Hmm. Um, what I think I'll miss most is probably the weather. Just being able, because I've been, I've been going out for walks just like during the day like during the work day mm-hmm. those days since i've been down here and you know i've kind of realized that's something i won't really be able to do back up in the northeast since the winter lasts like what like anywhere from like six to eight months so yeah. definitely gonna miss the weather i'd say also the fact that like everything in texas is relatively new just like mm. from the way like when things were built, like all the, all the buildings, like everything is like very, like, like look, looks very well made. So oh, yeah, definitely going to miss just a general, generally nice area. Yeah. Is it like all modern? Would you consider it like a pretty modern city or I don't really know how to compare it to. Yeah. I mean, like I could, like you could compare it to like so many things like in the Northeast, like, like a lot of like, buildings in like state college even like you know like mm. yeah like the old old looking like houses or stores that look like they were originally built in like the like 1920s just like mm. very like hardcore sturdy buildings like yeah th- that's not down here like every, yeah. every everything like it's it's not built for the winter so it's not going to be that sturdy but everything you know it's it's a very booming area, like ex- especially like this decade, like these past few uh, years, everything no. has been getting like a lot better. So like it's an inc- it's the whole Texas area is growing incredibly fast. So everything is like very nice and very new. I see. Yeah, I, I hear they're building like a new uh, Tesla center there. Like um, I don't know, oh, like yeah. a super factory. Yeah, I hear a lot, lot of tech is going on down in Austin. Haven't been down there yet, though. Okay, so even though that like the Dallas and the Texas area is booming right now, what made you want to leave? Like, why do you want to go to New York City? Yeah, so the so honestly, if if the city of Dallas was like just happened to be in the Northeast, like I would almost one hundred percent choose this city. Mm. It's it's mostly the fact that like the pandemic happened and I moved to a city where I don't have like too many friends. So it's, it's been 
like, I guess like a little bit lonely. I mean, I, I've been surviving, obviously, you know, I've yeah. been flying back to, I've flown back to Pennsylvania like three or four times now, like this year. But yeah, I'd say that's like pretty much the main reason. I mean, I also, I, I don't know how I feel about the fact that I am now like a, a flight away from being home or like being with like my hometown friends rather than say like a one to three hour drive. Yeah. You know, like yeah, I can't really true. pick up and be like, Oh yeah. Yeah. I'll come to Philly this weekend or yeah, like I'll, yeah. I'll come back to state college. So That's true. not sure how I feel about that, but yeah, I mean, I don't, also, I don't expect myself to stay in New York too long because I did, I did some like preliminary budgeting and just kind of looking at the expenses, and yeah, it's looking pretty expensive. Oh. <laughs> so <laughs> not sure how long I'll be staying there. You know, I, I I'll yeah. bet I'll be there for at least like two three years. But after mm-hmm. that, I another place that I really like in general is Colorado, which I'm sure you like also. Yeah. So, you know, don't know what you're doing after you get your master's, but <laughs> if you're looking for Colorado, you know, could work something out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I've actually thought about moving to Colorado. I, even before I like when I was applying for my master's degree, I was like Colorado would be a pretty nice place. But like um were you worried about making friends like when you moved to Dallas? Was that something that you thought about? Um, yeah, so one thing that didn't really click with me until I was like like a month or two moved in down here in Dallas was the fact that I accepted my offer in was it September yeah, like September twenty nineteen and then COVID happened mm. in like March twenty twenty. So yeah. I accepted the offer before I knew COVID was gonna happen. So yeah, I feel like that definitely like gotten the way of meeting new people and like doing like at, trying to find like extracurricular activities and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I yeah. See. Was was that the question? Yeah. Yeah. Is where you were. Yeah. That was the question. <laughs> nice. <laughs> but um, basically, um, I just got back into the dating apps like probably a month ago. Um, hey, very nice. Probably a month ago. But I I'm starting to think that like. The What's your app, app of choice? But my app of choice. Yeah, um, your favorite one. Probably Tinder, just because that's where I've gotten the majority of my matches. I use <laughs> Tinder, Bumble, uh, Facebook dating, and OkCupid. And the last I didn't know pretty, Facebook pretty dating was a thing. It's it's not great. I'll be honest. Like the <laughs> like it it'll pick women that that my preferences are set to, but they'll just be like. 150 miles away and i'm like i can't do that like that's not that's i don't have the capacity for that right now i don't need it that bad yeah honestly but i think that the dating apps are like even though it's 2021 yeah 2021 it's like kind of expected not expected but it's it's normal to be on a dating app i think that it's too competitive like of a scene because it's kind of like you have to, it's really similar to like a job search, in my opinion. You have to find like, you have to build a, a nice resume and be attractive in the right ways before you even get an interview, you know? 
and it's just way easier if I if I meet someone in person. So what I've been trying to do is I want to meet a girl through some sort of uh like a activity that we both enjoy. So right now I, I want to kind of um what's the word like worm my way into uh like the tennis club at school here and try to convert some of the girls to pickleball because then I could really like teach them and and show them what's good. And that would just, oh, I think nice. that would be like. You got the whole plan. Yeah, dude. I think, because I think that would be like uh, the way to go. It's, it's less competitive. Like, if it doesn't work out and I have, I have like a ton of other friends, like good looking friends that play pickleball with me, then it's, it's totally cool because now I still have friends that play pickleball with me. But <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of my plan. Um, how have the dating apps been going for you? Like, how's, I remember uh, you, you're, wanted to talk about the dating life dating life in the first episode but i kind of just like glossed over it so yeah talk about how how the dating experience has been for you yeah so yeah i remember i talked about it that first episode but i think was it soon after i ended up uh deleting it (laughs) deleting Mm -hmm. like my hinge profile which is the one that i use most of the time just because i was going to New York and then for like a few weeks and then I came yeah. back for a few weeks and then went back to Pennsylvania for a few weeks. So wasn't in the area. I just wanted to like delete my profile. So then oh, okay. when I re-downloaded it, which I recently did like last week. So now like like I can just like swipe through everyone again despite oh, yeah. instead of like having those people already gone through again. So <laughs> back mm. back at square one. <laughs> Do you think that the dating apps work or is it something that you want to you want to keep using? Um I think it's it's definitely like a good it's I'd say I I will put it at the best low effort uh like choice. I would hmm. I would kind of describe it like that cuz like you know it's very easy just to like swipe one direction or click one button like send yeah. a like and that but it kind of brings up the I want to talk about the fact that you said building a profile is kind of like a resume. Like you have to choose the right pictures and stuff. Because the one thing that I often find myself thinking about is that, so say on Tinder, you know, it's very quick. You can swipe right or left in like just a split second of like looking at them. Right. So one thing that I find myself looking for often in a profile in like that split second is like the quality of the picture. Because, you know, I hate seeing profiles where it looks like all this, all of the pictures are from 2016 or, you know, like they're filters that we used in high school, things that just make me like cringe a little bit. (laughs) Like that's like, like using like old filters like those and, you know, like, like the duck face or like weird, like old, old outdate poses. doggy ears with the tongue. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like the honestly, the it's it's such a it's a it's really good for your profile j- just to have like those good quality pictures, like mm. at least from what I think. So like uh, what is it like when you use an iPhone, not the HDR, but like like you can like focus on the subjects and like stuff like that because everyone's you know, oh. like a photographer on Instagram nowadays. But 
yeah, in general, because of social media, the bar is set like very high for yeah. like, especially for like dating app profiles. Like, yeah, you, you got to have really good pictures. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, one of my biggest turnoffs for dating app stuff, like profiles, um, just when I see it is like someone's bio is like looking for my future ex-husband or, or swipe left if, if this is like something that you do. It's just like it really bothers me for some reason. It's it's like yeah, why, I, I why don't like you, all those stereotypical doing? things. Yeah, I, I I think I'm just like looking for like a, a long lasting partner. So maybe the dating apps that I'm using like aren't the best for that. But I don't. Yeah, really I, I try to I try yeah. to gear mine towards like being like very true to myself. Yeah. So yeah. say like for Hinge, you have to put in like some prompts. So I, I'll like put in like goofy ones, but one one that I made into a prompt that I, I think I saw this on like a comment or somewhere on the internet that I thought was pretty funny was, so would you rather kill or fight to the death of chicken every time you got in your car or in orangutan once a year, but you get a sword? <laughs> Which one do you pick? Personally, I would go with the, Actually, I want to hear your answer first. I don't want to bias you. I would, no, I would go with the chicken, just because it feels less like a human. Like if I was trying to cut someone in real life with a sword, I don't think I could do it. Like I wouldn't bring myself to do it. So if it's just a chicken, then I, I feel a little bit more comfortable doing that. I mean, I wouldn't um, put an orangutan on the same level as a human. I know, but it, the, like the body shape and everything with the fingers and everything, I think it's too similar that um, I would definitely struggle uh, like mentally and physically against an orangutan. So I think chicken. Okay, would well, be my... well, keep in mind with the chicken, you don't get a sword. So you're, yeah. you know, you're like, like barehanded with this. You're getting very and, close. And you said it's every time I step in my car, right? Like every day. Yep. Yep. You yeah. drive your car to work every day. Yep, and, gotta fight one every day. Every and morning. I would just, I would just ride my bike a lot more, and I would have that incentive <laughs> to not drive. Like fuck, like I don't really feel like fighting a chicken today. You know, I'll just, I'll just uh, be healthy. You know, today's not the day. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not today, man. That's what I would pick. How about you? Yeah, I would also choose the chicken, just because even if I have a sword, I. I can't really picture myself winning a fight with an orangutan. <laughs> you think it's too strong, too powerful, or what? Yeah, all of the above. I think, mm. yeah, dude, though, just, yeah, for, well, first of all, they're big for monkeys. You know, they're, mm. I don't know too much about orangutans, but, you know, I, I bet they're, like, 100 plus pounds even, but just, like, just imagine, like, a vicious monkey going at you you know i feel like that would really like get in your head and you like your focus like the focus state especially since yeah. it's like going to kill you you know yeah i don't yeah. even if i have a sword like maybe like a shotgun i could see or a gun but yeah if i'm getting close to that like that thing's ripping me to yeah. shreds like e even if i you know i get like one limb off or something it's not ending well <laughs> that's true that's very true all right so actually, when uh, I want to go back to the dating apps, I looked up YouTube videos for like, how do I make my profile like sexier or or 
so that people will swipe right on me. And I eventually got to a video that was like, seven signs that your relationship is like terrible. <laughs> but and it was by this YouTube channel called Charisma on Command. And I sent you like, yo, Chet, Josh, you need to check out Charisma on Command. But um, basically, they're a YouTube video or YouTube channel that that like makes these kind of clickbaity YouTube titles. But when you click on the video, it's like this guy who just is genuinely very charismatic and he can talk through like an entire 10 minute video in just one take. And it's, it's very good. Like he's very good at what he does at just being charismatic. But I started watching a ton of these videos. And I was taking notes like crazy, man. But I I got to a point where I was like actually doing real life conversations, like using these things in social situations. And it made me think that like, you know, not all of this advice is is that great. Um, like this guy who's just telling me these things to to say and what to do when it's not really that comfortable for me. I felt like I was analyzing the conversation a ton. So, um, I don't know where I'm going with this, but did you, have you checked out that YouTube channel at all? Or um, do you know anything about it besides what I told uh, you? No, I have not. But it kind of reminds me, thinking back on, like, some YouTube channels that I would watch in, like, middle school and, like, early high school. If if you remember, like, the channel, like, Simple Pickup, they, they just did, like, pickup lines to like girls and like got their numbers and like stuff like around that and more like dating mm. aspected stuff yeah but that's well, like the kind of channel did the stuff work so in, like, conversations the, the charisma on command stuff was more of like um i i think i'm already like fairly um outgoing and i don't really have problems with being like shy or anything that's really what the bulk of their channel is is like how do you become uh so if you're an introvert right now, become how do you become alpha. more? Yeah, exactly. And it's just like they're they're very good at what they do. Obviously, this stuff works. Um, and I was watching these videos, trying to implement them in my life, and a lot of the stuff was already things that I was doing just uh, unconsciously. But um, when I watched the video, it verified like, oh, that's why it works, and that's why. What I'm doing is something that I want to keep doing. But there was something that said, uh, if you're in a group setting and uh, there's like, you you should... Okay, let me, let me fig figure this out. One of the titles was like, these three things or these five things are making you lose respect immediately. Like, uh, <laughs> just like a very clickbaity title. And basically one of the things was that like, you let people interrupt you like you let if you're in a group setting you're talking and then someone else is talking too um you should keep saying what you're gonna say like finish what you're gonna say at the same pace and at the same volume and uh, like this will make people respect you more so i tried it in a group setting like um i was talking and then someone else like chimed in with something else but i just kept saying what i was saying and eventually like they were the ones who trailed off. And it just felt terrible, man. Like, I was like, uh. So I, I got my idea out there. I, like, I got what like I wanted dick? to say. Yeah, I felt like, like, dude, it was not worth it just to 
have that final say and be able to say what was on my mind. Like, what I have to say is not that important. <laughs> so I felt like that was the thing that made me like, I'm analyzing these conversations and these like situations way too much. And I really just want to sit back and just enjoy the company. So that was something that I realized that like, I need to decide for myself um, what advice I want to take away. And there's like a lot of advice that I wrote down. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gotta, gotta revisit the notes. Yeah, I don't know though, but um, that that charisma on command, I I would uh, I would suggest all of the listeners check it out just because the information is is pretty cool. Like if you've never thought about it, it might give you a little insight on how to be a little more um, outgoing or or just uh, things that might help you get what you want um, in life. So yeah, I, I I will say that does remind me of like YouTube channels that i used to watch in like high school and stuff but generally now i know like yeah back in back in high school like that was like like outgoing uh, like socializing that was definitely like more like something that i thought was like more of an issue like hey i gotta get better at this and you know like be more insecure mm -hmm. about socializing but at at this point you know after like going through college you know i yeah. feel I feel like very secure in, you know, like holding a conversation and like, just like my like, like social place in general, I'd say like, I'm not, I'm not one to like introduce myself to like everyone in the room or anything like that. But, you know, I can hold a conversation well mm -hmm. enough in my opinion. You know, yeah. That's, like, that's, that's like the main thing. Like, um, can you talk like a normal person, uh, not even normal, but um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I thought I was like pretty good at socializing too, but it's just when I watch these videos, um, this is probably like the first time I've, I've really tried to dive into like the psychology videos or just how to, I don't know how to put it besides like how to get what you want, like how to, how to talk well in an interview, like do well in an interview or how to talk to girls without being creepy. But this was like, I, I don't know. I think it was just a good advice <laughs> that I would not, I would not implement all of them. Um, but actually, here, this is the perfect uh, detour to a different topic that I wanted to talk about. And it was, it was mainly the mindsets of the videos, like how you should think um, going into these, uh, like these conversations and going into these situations. It's not really about what you say. It's it's more about like how you conduct yourself and how you say it. So I think that's more like, like body language. Yeah, like body language and just like overall mindset in general, like how you want to live your life. Um, do you want to just be someone who goes with the flow and just lets things happen? Or do you want to pick out which direction you want to go? I, I remember you telling me that like a year ago and I was like, fuck yeah. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. It was in in Montana. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. But um, oh shit. Where was I going with that? Something about going with the flow, not. Uh, damn, I can't remember. <laughs> I always get hung up on like the the last topic that I really wanted to talk about, but I think that's something else I'm trying to improve with my podcast. Is just 
better transitions from from one thing to another and not getting hung up on the last thing because that's, no, that's one, one, one thing you should thing. one thing you should work on is sound effects get some like <laughs> like lasers and some like cl- clown nose honking in there so some audience applause <laughs> yeah i used to have a little like uh, a setup thing that i I had to use like my staples rewards because I bought a printer and it was like a hundred dollars in rewards. So I I bought like a little sound tester deal or sound oh, sampler nice. with just like a bunch of but it sucked. It totally sucked. So I <laughs> I, I bought like a suitcase bag instead. Yeah. Oh, just, just speaking okay. of the sound equipment, uh just I remember earlier I mentioned I'm moving to New York and I was budgeting. One thing I was thinking is that possibly I may be interested in like looking to join a band or something. I feel like that that could be oh. a good way to make like more money. And then yeah, dude, that time we jammed was it like probably like a month ago at this point when I was back in Pennsylvania. That was yeah. the first time I like played instruments with like someone else. Like oh, as opposed to playing drums by myself since like. I think my band in eighth grade. <laughs> wow, dude, that's awesome, man. I I really like jamming with like other people, but um, yeah, yeah that was nice. I forgot what it was like. <laughs> it, it's honestly like uh, very hard for me to jam with other people that know what they're doing, just because <laughs> I don't have any musical background or anything. So if I were to like join another band or do anything band related again. I would have to pick out all of the players um, for my band, like very specifically, just because I want us to be at the same level. I don't want anyone to be like too good, you know, because then it feels like I'm dragging them down and they like don't have any room to, gl- to grow. But also because of like the, the creative uh, pool of creativity just is is a lot harder if if everyone has different viewpoints on music and stuff so i would really have to like dissect my my choices for people in a band and and pick it like that so that's like something i'm not um i I don't know Uh. (laughs) it just kind of sucks because being in a band was awesome (laughs) yeah so are, are you saving your money for anything um yeah i I mean, I am building up a certain amount in savings, not not for anything in particular, mostly just because you're supposed to build up savings in case of emergencies and mm. stuff. But okay. yeah, generally after living expenses and then going out like friends on random weekends, I don't really spend that much money. What I say I do spend my money on is investments. But like at at this point, so I've like maxed out my contributions for the year for my like Roth IRA. So I can't contribute any more money to that. So I'm probably going to be investing less. So I'll be probably be saving more for the remainder of this year. Okay. But nothing in particular, though. Yeah. Nothing for the foreseeable future. Just to have it. Yeah. Like a rain check type deal. Saving it for any day. yeah, I, I don't I really don't like just having money sitting in my savings account because I know mm. it could be doing other things like yeah. being invested and stuff like that. But well, yeah, it's it's not a good idea to have all your money in the market. So Oh, okay, okay. 
Yeah, I've I recently just put in like a big chunk of my savings account into investments. Um just because oh, that's nice. what my my financial advisor told me, uh, my cousin told me that too. But just because I'm I'm young and I have uh low risk with the money that I'm investing, I guess. Uh yeah, I exactly. Can, I can go real I can be very aggressive with it. And it's not looking too great, <laughs> I'll be honest, in the investment area. <laughs> But you know, What'd low you risk. I just bought like um, a bunch of shares. I put in a lot of money in companies that I thought would be like pretty good, just um, based off of like this five G conference I went to in Atlanta. I was like, "Holy shit, these companies are are like they're doing it, man!" Like I should I should invest my money now. So I put in probably I'm not gonna say how much because I don't I don't know if yeah, this is like yeah. a lot or anything but, but you invested me, in a bunch of 5g companies yeah I, and like three or four of them I, I put it in like a decent a decent chunk of my cash into hey, those very and, nice and they, <laughs> i mean it's not great it's not super nice at least uh <laughs> the investment not yet but, not yet yeah exactly it's the the long game i guess it's yeah, fine exactly fine to me but something else i wanted to talk about actually i remember what i was going to say it was it was the mindset that you have whenever you go through your interactions in the day. And the mindset that I have is that I, I want to, I just want to be happy. Like I want to have as much fun as possible. And I want the people around me to, as mu to have as much fun as possible. Because I think if you can get the people around you to enjoy your presence, then they will want to be with you more. <laughs> and I think that's super important for like a teacher, someone who like, wants people to learn and i want to teach my students that like you should be interested in what i'm interested in or you don't have to be interested in what i'm interested in specifically but you should find what that is for you and really just run with it so that's like that's kind of the mindset that i'm I, moving forward with in life is just to be someone that people enjoy being around um not so much like the things that I say. That's I think that's why like that talking over my friends thing was like such a hit to me because it, it kind of made me feel like, oh, my friend didn't get like his full say. And I would rather be the person that backs down from a conversation because like I don't care about being alpha or charismatic. I just want everyone to be comfortable. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah, man, how, how do you th what do you think about your mindset or? uh actually to rephrase the question i think that is my greatest strength like my mindset is my greatest strength now instead of honesty or whatever but has your greatest strength changed at all or do you think it has from from learning from being like an avid seeker of of experiences um, hmm. i would say it has just from the fact that I remember last time we had the podcast, learning was definitely like on the forefront of my mind. Mm -hmm. And now, you know, I'm still reading, not not as much as I was then. But now what I find myself thinking about more is just more so going about life and being more grateful, like just general gratitude. I remember I a few weeks ago when I was in Pennsylvania, I was visiting some of my friends in New York and I was just kind of thinking about how 
it's it's weird that I never really thought about what my life would be like after college. Like going through college, you know, I was thinking about like as a freshman, thinking about sophomore year, then junior year, but I never really thought about like, oh, what would what's my life gonna look like after I graduate from college? So now that I'm like at this point where I really didn't set any expectations for, it really makes me grateful just for like all the friends that I have and mm. you know the fact that I have you know a great job I'm getting paid well I have time to myself you know I'm you know I'm doing what the society tells all <laughs> post-grad kids to do you know move move to a big city get the nine to five job invest and whatnot but generally mm. yeah I'd say I'd say just being like grateful for everything that I have is something that I've been thinking about a lot more recently, which just kind of like in terms of life and like how I live life, just kind of thinking about like, what's the meaning of it? Like where, like, kind of like, do like, where do I want to end up in life? What luxuries do I want and stuff? But yeah, just generally just think about being grateful for everything I have. Dang, kind that's... of relaxing pretty much. Yeah, that's that's nice, man. That's super nice. <laughs> I've been yeah. getting really bogged <laughs> I got down. off a little bit there, but no, you're good. I've been getting like pretty bogged down with just um not being able to do the things that I need to do with with my research and it it's not really imposter syndrome. It's more of just like a I I wish I was more productive and I wish I was like better at not just uh dicking around and watching youtube or taking naps or yeah, just so like literally that, sitting around that actually brings me to uh, another point of like how i'm living life now so now mm-hmm. i'm just kind of more so just like being thankful just more so relaxing like yeah like i'm watching like a lot of like youtube like netflix those things but yeah the juxtaposition is kind of that I haven't been nearly as productive as I've been like, like say like a few months prior, mm. just kind of because like, ah, uh, you can cut this part out. I don't know where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> do you think it's harder to like, um, do you think it's harder to be productive and work hard when you have a grateful mindset? Do you think that plays a role at all? I think what I was trying to get at is more so like the work life balance as Mm. to how like productiveness is like heavily related to like working more like like achieving more or like wanting more Mm. versus like being content sort of so that that's kind of the thing that's like that i'm like unsure of like in my head like as of today like this point in my life is kind of where like productiveness fits in with like just living like being content with your life like uh, wanting to achieve more but yet still like being content and not yeah not feeling like you have to get more yeah if that, yeah if that's if that described it well i think so uh do you th- are you content with your life do you want to be content i'd, I'd say i really like my life I'd say I I have like a very good outlook on it. I'm generally happy like most, pretty much all days, you know, just like any, you know, 
have a random conversation in the day you know i'll I'll be like smiling and stuff yeah, i think yeah. that has a lot to do with the fact that i take care of myself you know i really try to put myself first as in you know i i always get like eight hours of sleep a night i always brush my teeth uh i didn't need to say that i have a bad history of getting a lot of cavities when i was younger so that's mm. just something i do like twice a day now i also floss nice. um, but yeah you know i eat well i like nutritionally i go to the gym you know i like to go go for walks get some sun you know just try to you know keep everything like maintained in my life so i, I feel like that's the best way like th the best way to like be good to your friends is to be good to yourself because like if you're not at 100 percent, you know you're not gonna treat other people at 100 percent. you know yeah yeah that totally makes sense that's great all right so we'll ask you one final question josh do you have any advice for your listeners uh i'd say just to you know be grateful just think about everything that's going on in your life and like everything you have things that people have done for you, you know, what, what you've achieved so far. I remember that's one thing my, my dad said to me when I was like getting down for, you know, I, I don't even remember what the reason was, but, but he said, just, just like, yeah, just, just remember, you know, every, how everything in your life is right now. Like, you know, when you take a step back, you know, things generally are going like pretty good. You know, like at that point, when you said that to me, you know, I was, in Penn State, you know, I had an internship, I had a job offer, you know, I was, you know, well on my way when you like zoom out of things. Yeah, that's sick. But actually, I had one question for you before we end here. So I was, wait, how many more years are you at Penn State for the master's? Or was just it a one. PhD? I'm just in the master's and I have one year left. Okay, so you'll be out of there in one year. So say, where do you see yourself in like four years? In four like, years? Do you see yourself like in the Northeast? Do you, could you see yourself moving like somewhere else like oh. in a city, around a city, anything in particular? Would you be doing what? research? Would what you have a dog? Mind. Okay, cool. <laughs> uh, in four years, I think I'll be quitting my job and going back to school for my PhD um just oh, because okay. i i don't know if that's like four it might be two years it might be three years it might be like six months i have no clue no not way okay so no you're gonna in. do research work for a few years and then phd i'm gonna do some sort of job that revolves around uh what i do now like radio frequencies but i want to get um some experience about just not so much of like what i'm doing now because the reason why I didn't do the PhD was because I didn't want to do the same topic for five years. I wanted to get more variety in what I was doing before I become a professor, you know, before I, I want to teach, like I want more experience. So that's kind of what I was planning on doing after I graduated with my master's. It was to get a job um determine i didn't like it <laughs> and come back to school so i don't know if that's like a good outlook or whatever but you know that's that's kind of what i was planning on doing it's just something short term for the next couple years to 
to dunk my toes in the water, I guess, and just feel okay. it out. And I know you also recently went to Georgia. So how do you like the heat versus like Northeast? Could you see yourself living, say, like somewhere more south? I actually really like Georgia. Um, I wouldn't live in the city, like in the direct city. I would live out of the perimeter of like the main circle of interstates that surround Atlanta. I would like to be in some suburban area or really, I think State College and this university vibe is is the best <laughs> because of like the reasons I said earlier about walking and just seeing people, seeing attractive young people. I don't know what it is. It's just like much better okay, well, than well, having to drive. <laughs> I feel like mo most city. small towns will not have attractive young people. I feel like that's that's, that's, that's very true. much so, very much so a, a college state college <laughs> college town type yeah, of thing. That's true, yeah. but it's a nice yeah. in between from uh, like what I consider consider straight up suburbs would be Mechanicsburg. Like you have to drive places and you can't really walk. Um, compared to the city, like the city is too extreme on the other end, where I wouldn't be able to drive and maneuver. Um, and it, it'd just be too crowded. I don't know. I think yeah, too so, many people so, is definitely a thing. So, like, the, the reason why I like cities is because it has, it attracts all of the young people. So now that you say that being, like, one of the good qualities about State College, like, that's, that really, like, I didn't really think about it like that, how State College is an anomaly, that it is a small town. But it's yeah. also a college town full of young people. Right, right. So I feel like that's something you like like won't really find like many other places. Like when I, I'm thinking of like moving to places like like the thing in my mind is like, okay, like what city am I going to be in or am I going to be like within the immediate yeah. vic vicinity vicinity of Okay. Because I, I feel like if I if I was moved to like a small town or like, you know, say you know, like anywhere in Pennsylvania that wasn't Philly or Pittsburgh, mm -hmm. you know, I would not like it. Like chances I, are, you know. Yeah, yeah, I I feel the same way. Like if I moved to Johnstown, where where Stephen is right now, then I I probably most likely would not like it at all. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. Stephen. Sorry if you're <laughs> listening. Well, actually, shout out to Stephen Spicko. He got oh, a new job out. offer, um, and he's oh, moving back to Johnsburg. Yeah. Hey, is he doing yeah. the work from home or it's based in Mechanicsburg? I think it's based in Mechanicsburg because he's, uh, yeah, he's living back with his parents. Um, I think he's his last day is next Tuesday in Johnstown. So, oh, nice. That, that'll Dang, be cool. working fast. Uh, yeah, man. You know, uh, I'm, I'm still, I'm like half jealous for anyone who's like working from home, like from their parents' house, as in like not paying rent. Yeah, that's that's like half my paycheck down the drain oh, right there. But I mean, not not half my paycheck, but you know, you know, like thousand some dollars yeah, a month, a big chunk. Yeah. yeah, man. But what would you spend your money on if you weren't putting it into to rent investments? <laughs> I mean, mm. you know, just I mean, like at this point, you know, I'm just trying to trying to build up the cash flow, you know. Yeah. Because you got you got to have money to make money. That's yeah. the thing. Some, something so, I noticed about like um my life pretty recently actually was like, I don't care about money because I know I can make it. <laughs> like, 
which is not really a great thing because you know um i mean attractive people probably have this too like they don't like looks don't matter but that's just because you're attractive and you can you can get get by like in that sense like similar to money and and maybe it's like the the, the grateful thing like i should be more grateful for where i am um fiscally or appearance based but yeah that that's something that um came across my mind recently yeah i'd say i'm pretty frugal with my money at least when mm -hmm. it comes to myself you know i don't spend too much yeah but yeah that's kind of why i just want to you know just throw it all into you know like etfs in the market just like low risk mm -hmm. things that'll steadily make me money all right dog um yeah. so josh do you have any final words any last words uh nope have a good day everyone all right you heard it here first from um out of the horse's mouth peace